Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hey, Kirk. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. We missed you. Missed you so much. We're in our new studio. We we uh, we listened to the the past couple episodes, and it sounds pretty good in here for. I think so. For the. It'll only get better. Really cheap uh, <laughs> setup we got going <laughs> Very on here. Very cheap. All the crap I could find in the basement. <laughs> and by cheap, we mean free. Exactly. I, think, I don't think you paid for any of this, oh, like, no. quote-unquote sound dampening <laughs> material. The, the um, what do you call these, like, partitions? The partitions you found in the basement <laughs> and then cardboard. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, you packing. know, it works. It work, Like I said, you know, before, we're going back to our janky roots. For a little bit. So we'll, get some, we'll get some legit uh, soundproofing material. Yeah. And, and we'll be It'll be great. We'll be all set up. You guys, thanks uh, for the response we're getting from our Facebook page. It's been pretty great. It really has. Uh, See, I, w- I wondered if that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, Anchor as a platform, it only gives us an estimated listenership, and that hovers around 26 to 28 people. Um, so it sounds like, or it looks like from the number of likes we get on the page that a lot more of you are listening than we thought. Um, and you know what? Even if it's because <laughs> a lot of times I'll, I'll hit like on a friend's page request oh, just because oh, just well because sure. they're my to friend but them, yeah but you know even if that's all it is like we thank you you oh, know absolutely. so just you 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 thought about our humble little podcast for for the two seconds it took to click like and and for that we we and, thank you and even that little one second that took yeah we appreciate Warm, for sure. warms our little hearts for sure. um you know if you are listening and you like it rate us review us uh, we appreciate that, um, especially on Apple Podcasts. A five-star rating will bump us up the uh, up the charts, and and you can say whatever you'd like in in that review. It they, they don't look at that. It's the just the way the algorithm works. Tell your friends. Word of mouth really helps us out oh, too. Definitely. And uh, uh-huh. you know, since we started the Facebook page, I've had a lot of my friends um, say, you know, I finally listened to the podcast. I first of all didn't even know you had one, <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's uh, it's been really great uh, hearing from you guys. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Ed because he described <laughs> our podcast in like the perfect way possible. I I really am <laughs> I was like oh man no that makes a lot of sense. He said um, he said he likes the format like hearing the music is what makes it. He said it's uh, it's hard when the podcast assumes you've already heard it. It's like a book club, but you don't have to read the book. And instead of books, it's music. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, yeah, there yeah, you go. I totally and then get that. completely independently, this woman does not know Ed at all. We had a, an old friend of ours, Kay, over last night. And she said the exact same thing nice. when, I, when I was explaining it to her. So, uh, And I totally understand that, that it's like part of what we're doing is to listen to it with, like, not to just talk about it. Yeah. Because, yeah, because, oh. you know, it's like uh, <laughs> I like the podcast Bizarre Albums. But oh, yeah, t- yeah, yeah, but yeah. Tony yeah. Thaxton won't play the music like underneath or or While anything. So so yeah. I'm and uh, granted he's only talking about specific parts of a song most of the time. Yes. But uh, but I I don't know. I, there's something about having that underneath our talking that that I think um and I helps. Think it helps a lot. Yeah, and I think too is like even though I've just listened to you know these albums numerous times before we sit down. I'm hearing it again in my headphones and might bring up something that's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, yeah. So, anyway, uh, enough of that official, uh, <laughs> you know, cheesy thank you, heartwarming stuff. Um, what you drinking, Kirk? I've got a Czech-style dark lager from Occidental. Oh, I love Occidental. Yes. Their Pilsner is, like, uh, one of my favorites. This was a good one. So good. And I love dark lagers. Mm, me too. Uh, I have the Latte Lager. That's a good one. I had that the other night. From Lowercase Brewing, but it is a collaboration with the 
tireless caft craft canning crew. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I haven't had a sip yet because uh, I wanted to save it for for the podcast. It it's smells different. really good it's though. Different. It's, it's so mean, what for a, a lager with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's got cold pressed coffee and oat milk. Uh, so it should be interesting. Hold on. Let me. I'll try not there to like. I'll try not to <laughs> ASMR You've it. You never into the drank m- this. Never. <laughs> nope. Never have. Hold on. Ooh, yeah, no, that's like, <laughs> it's like I just got a can of coffee. Yeah, it's a very coffee, like, yeah, because I've gotten beers where they have coffee in them, yeah, and you're like, it's, oh, it's kind I of guess, really understated, yeah. but, you know, I and I had a feeling, like, I opened the can and I, like, smelled it, and I was like, oh, it's, like, mm-hmm. right there, it's so, a, yeah, it's yeah. really good, and it's only 4%, yeah, so that's a good one. I, I, like I won't make a fool of myself, uh, hopefully, <laughs> at least, at least because of the beer. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we could do it on our own. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we don't need beer. the assistance of the beer, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Oh, Kurt. it's not. We, we are, are on episode twenty. Twenty nine. You know what that means? It's before uh, uh, an episode that ends in zero. That's what I'm trying to say. Which yep. means it's a mutual pick. Yes. And uh, we we uh, presented it to you guys this time on the Facebook page. We we had four options and uh so it was the decemberists castaways and cutouts it was um weezer's blue album it was i don't remember the other two um uh (laughs) oh we got yeah left and leaving by the weaker lands and then uh mean everything to nothing by manchester Manchester, orchestra and it was an overwhelming request for the decemberists castaways and cutouts and Um, those other albums can they'll they'll be back up like oh yeah yeah, and you know and i think honestly next time i might only just do two two choices i think i think i think maybe four was just a bit too much to choose from so um anyway yeah that's what you guys chose all except john John asked for yep, Weezer. I saw that. That was great. <laughs> it was great. Was he like, snuck oh. it right in at the end of yeah. this long Weezer. <laughs> this long, awesome. I don't want to call that a diatribe, but go to our Facebook page and yeah. read it. Yeah. You, you, your life will be better for it. Um, anyway, let's get into this. Oh, I'm so excited. A nice, a, a nice palate cleanser for Kirk oh. after after you know, Fiona App. Well, we were talking about we it before. Were, and I said that that album above any one that we've done. Um, has really spurred more conversations and and even just thought like I've been just thinking about it yeah and uh, yeah so and that one is really kind of and that we finally did it 28 episodes it took us to get people <laughs> that that's what we want from this podcast oh, yeah. we, uh, you Discussion know and part of it is hopefully introducing people to music they haven't heard before absolutely but the other part of it is we just want you to talk about it, exactly, you know. Exactly. We yes. I don't think that's originally what our intent was when we went into making this podcast was creating sure. such thought-provoking conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> like we just wanted to I tell people this all the time. The whole point of the podcast was just to record what we were already doing, which was drinking beer and talking about music. Exactly. It's just we have it on recording for posterity now. Exactly. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> so to to hear Kirk say that, you know, he's I don't I'm not around a lot of the people who listen to it, like physically around them to hear sure, them, you sure. know, say like, "Hey, great show," you know, whatever. Like, it's mostly on Facebook, but I know a lot of our listeners are in, you know, in Dwayne's a lot, and yes, so uh-huh. it's really great that you know you guys are talking about it, and and we it, really, I love it. I, we really uh, yeah. appreciate it. But anyway, uh, digression from the <laughs> album at hand, uh, which is the so the Decemberists, Castaways, and Cutouts. Um, so the Decemberists, uh, led by Colin Malloy, um, he moved to Portland from Missoula, Montana. He was in a band there while he was in college called Tarkio. Um, also. A really good band. Oh, yes, for <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. But uh, he met Nate Query, who is the bass player for the band, who yeah. then introduced him to Jenny Conley. She plays piano, organ, accordion. I was going to say a little everything. A little bit of everything. <laughs> um, Nate Query knew Chris Funk from, you know, some solo shows, and Funk uh, joined them as the guitar player. Um, he wasn't even an official member until the third album. Uh, so... Uh, Ezra Holbrook played the drums on their five songs EP and this album that we are talking about he was then replaced by Rachel Bloomberg after Castaways and Cutouts 
uh, to play on Picaresque and then replaced by John Moen after Picaresque, who is their current drummer. Uh, they got their band name from the 1825 insurrection in imperialist Russia. Ooh, we shouldn't use the insurrection <laughs> word. But uh, <laughs> anyway. It's triggering, triggering for me. It was called the Decemberist Revolt. And then Colin Malloy has also said it's meant to invoke the drama and melancholy of the month of December. Yeah. Uh, this album specifically was released originally on May 21st, 2002 on Hush Records. And then they joined the kill rock stars label and it was re-released on the 5th of may in 2003 um the cover art as it always is <laughs> was done by uh carson ellis who is colin malloy's wife yeah um i i think at our last recording session was drinking a beer where the can art was done you by sure her were. that's city of dreams yeah. by fort george oh, um, i love that so i always remember having my probably first or maybe it wasn't even my first can of City of Dreams, and I remember just looking at it and thinking, that looks like Carson Ellis' yeah. work. And yeah, then yeah. little fine print on the can, mm-hmm. I was like, what it is? Yep, sure is. That's pretty so cool. So cool. It is very cool. Yeah. So, man, I'm so excited to talk about this, this album. album. Is, oh, <laughs> when they, when, when, I mean, all those albums you put on Facebook were great albums, obviously. I mean, they're, you know, ones that we love, and, but when everyone picked this one, not everyone, but I was like, Oh, yeah. yeah, we finally get to talk about yeah. the Decemberists, you guys. The Decemberists are my favorite oh. band of all yes. time. I have a half-sleeve tattoo <laughs> that is a depiction of two of their songs. I mean, they mean a lot to me, and we'll get into that. Um, so, oh, we're getting into yeah. This is a yeah. This is a big one. This is a big album for me. Obviously, a big album for you. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, yeah. Absolutely. Let's so do it. Dive right in. Yes. Huh? Track number one is called Leslie Ann Levine. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, did you know that Leslie Ann Levine, uh, her mom is supposed to be the female from We Both Go Down Together? Oh. Yeah. Colin Malloy has said that. And I'm not really sure how because uh, We Both Go Down Together ends in mutual suicide. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, anyway, yeah. So this is the first song of theirs that I truly enjoyed. Uh, I know you you had mentioned once before that the way he sang turned you off. It it wasn't my favorite. Uh, My friend uh, in high school, Chase, was the one who uh, showed me these guys, and he played me Billy Liar. Billy Liar was the first song I ever heard by the Decemberists, and I was like, God, his voice is just super nasally. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about this, Uh but, uh, you know, I'll give it a shot. The lyrics are kind of quirky, you know? I'll give it a shot. And uh, then another friend of mine, Anne, burned me this album and gave it to me, and I was like, you know, no, this is a really awesome song i think just like the 12 string guitar and just the chord progressions i think is what really drew me in because you know i've said it a million times on this podcast i am not a lyrics guy oh sure sure, so i focus more on the music and how that makes me feel first and um you know i still play this one on the guitar all the time all the time so 
I this song is like perfection to me. It yeah. sounds it's just beautiful. And then the, that it tells a story. Uh huh. As so many of their songs story, do, yeah. Yes, they do. Which I, I'm a big fan of. Um, but this one if you you know, haven't heard it before or looked up the lyrics is about a uh, told from this perspective of a stillborn infant mm-hmm. that is kind of ma- making friends as a ghost yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty awesome i love it yeah it's and it's so indicative of just their style a hundred percent but it's you know it's like i said uh all of almost all of their songs tell a story. Yeah. At least they did in the early days of for their sure, of yeah, the those band. Ones for sure, yeah. And it always like it has some sort of tragedy behind it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Some sort of you know uh-huh. people. If you're a character in a Decemberist song, you're gonna die. You're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Or something awful is going something to happen big. to you. I remember reading an article when I think it was when the King is Dead came out. Uh, from Paste Magazine, and the first sentence of the article was, drowning is the second leading cause of death for characters in December songs. I love it. It's great. So many characters drown. They do. Oh, that's good. What a terrible way to go. Here, we're going right to, here I dreamt I was an architect. I was a soldier And I marched the streets of Birkenau And I recall in spring The perfume that the air would bring To the indolent town Where the barkers call the moon down The carnival was ringing loudly now And just to light Considers this one of the Decemberists, Decemberists, <laughs> one of the Decemberists, uh best songs. Yeah, he does. Did you see that on his little quote on Genius? Yes. Yeah. So he said it was really groundbreaking for me at the time. I felt like it was a concise Fleetwood Mackey pop song. You set out to write songs, and sometimes you hit the mark, and sometimes you don't. On this one, I hit as close to a mark as I'd ever set for myself. Um, and when he does this song on Colin Malloy Sings, he ends, it's a, you know, a live album of just him. Uh, he ends with thunder only so they, happens I, when it's raining. So he actually does go into like. He's done that every time I've seen them do this live. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the easiest song ever. It's only two chords. Yeah. But it's, um, and, it's a beautiful uh, song and I, I do love when they're doing it live and then yeah. breaks into the yeah he says uh, that one worked up well also Patty Smith covered it and she wished she'd written it which is a good sign that's, um, yeah, that's a... so I said Leslie M. Levine was the first song I heard from them that I truly enjoyed this is the song that got me hooked for life okay, there's just nice. something about the feel the sound of it the you know that that melody that Chris Funk is playing on the guitar just how simple the song is itself i remember distinctly like in high school after ann gave me that cd the first time i listened to it was uh doing the dishes i like to listen to music when i do the dishes because i hate doing the dishes Uh (laughs) so i I was home alone i popped it into our we didn't have a stereo in our living room so i popped it into the dvd player and then this song came on and i was like whoa 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 (laughs) i turned the water off and i was like Okay, yeah, this one. <laughs> this nice. is the one. And I've I've been a diehard lifelong fan. I shouldn't say lifelong fan ever since. That doesn't make any sense. Well, uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> for the rest of my yes, life, yes. I will be a fan of this band. And I tried again to do that where I try to think of, you know, what was that moment where I was like, 
I'm into them. And I can't. I, again, this is another one of those bands that I'm like, I've just always listened to them. Mm-hmm. I, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of what that defining moment was. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I have been a fan of this band for almost like 20 years, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which yeah. is nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, I just know, I, I think back, when I think back to early and mid 2000s, mostly mid 2000s, this band is like forefront. You yeah. Know? And absolutely. Pretty much ever since, really. Yeah. They've been a huge part of my life. And uh, I've seen them um, twice as a full band. Saw Colin Malloy live in my town, which was crazy. That was a great show. Yep, that was before I knew Kirk and Sarah, and they were at the same show. They were, and (laughs) I always love that I got a a response from Colin, because I yelled out, I love you, Colin, and I probably, you know, I'd had a few beers, too, and, and, uh, and then a guy, a few seconds later, yells out, I love you, Colin, and so I said, I already said that. <laughs> Colin laughed, and I, you know, yeah, he uh, uh, he he gave me a stage moment too when I saw him down in Denver for the Hazards of Love tour. So the, you know, they played the Hazards of Love uh-huh. in its entirety yep. because it is a concept album, and then they came out and did an encore, and one of their encore songs was "Sons and Daughters." off of the crane wife and one of the instruments in sons and daughters is a hurdy gurdy and i just yelled that i yelled hurdy (laughs) gurdy and colin leans into the mic and he just goes that is the least rebellious thing you could yell at at a rock concert (laughs) i love it i love (laughs) it so awesome he seriously you talk about celebrities maybe being you know you don't want to meet them you know Mm -hmm. don't you don't want to meet your heroes however they say you know but i think he's just I know he's a cool dude. Yeah. You know, I just know he is. I've had a couple of interactions with him uh, at some book signings because he does write um, oh, and like, now you're mi- gonna... like middle reader, young adult novels. With and you're going to contradict me. No, uh, <laughs> not exactly. He just, he's seen, it's not that he seems rude or mean. It's just that he seems awkward. Now you say so, that, I know you've told me that before. Yeah. So it's like, part of me is like, yeah, I'm glad I did get to say hi and like, finally show him my tattoo or whatever oh, but, sure. but at the same time it's like i almost wish i hadn't because it's so jarring at first that i was like oh he is an asshole but he's really not like no, he's just yeah you know, i get what you're saying he's like i just i would rather be anywhere else but here because sure it's a social situation yeah. oh <laughs> so, I, yeah which i i get yeah yeah absolutely well um we can that's the thing I love about these mutual love episodes is we just gush and gush oh, and gush. Yeah. So oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we forget about the music. Yep. Let's let's move to track number three. It's called July July. There is a road that meets the road that goes to my house and how the green grows there. And we got special boots to beat the path to my house And it's careful, and it's careful when I'm there And I say your uncle was a crooked French-Canadian And he was gut-shot-running gin And how his guts were all suspended in his fingers And how he held them, how he held them, held them in And the water rose down the drain This is just a really solid, fun (laughs) tune. I was just going to say, it's a jaunty little tune. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. It's so great. It is. And, you know, I I was just reminded of this listening to it in my headphones. You know, like the verses, it's just Colin's vocals in the left ear, oh, just guitar in the right, sure. and it and it reminded me of when I, I listened to this in my 
old ass 1989 Subaru GL10 station wagon and only half the speakers worked. I was going to say, you heard it in like mono. I heard I heard Colin singing and no guitar and nothing, yeah. for the longest time. To the point where I forgot that there was actually guitar playing there and then yeah. I got like a decent like sound system and I was like, oh yeah. I forgot about that. There's the other part of the song. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, the thing I love about his songwriting is he's like he's like John K. Sampson and the fact that he only gives you like a snippet into these characters lives it's not like it's oftentimes not a story from beginning to end where sure. you, oh, you, sure. you, you're introduced to this character and then by the end of the song there's some sort of rev- resolution it's not well, it's just where they are right now yeah uh-huh. you figure out or you decide what happens sure. to them uh-huh. after this i he really stirs the imagination. Yeah, like, absolutely. Another one where I can like close my eyes and just like watching a movie in a way. Uh huh. Yeah. And I know you. We've talked about it before when we were like, "Hey, the first time we do the Decemberists, what album do you want to do?" And you said, "Honestly, I could do any yep. of their albums because there is something different that I love exactly about each one." And. Their past couple of albums, their sound has changed oh, dramatically. Sure. Uh-huh. You know, this last uh-huh. one, uh, I'll Be Your Girl, it was like, oh, we're just going to buy a bunch of synthesizers. Yep. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, know. yeah. Uh-huh. It's a little sort more electronic. Of, yeah, it sort of retains the same sound, but, you know, it's like, oh, this song, like, it, it almost gets its inspiration from, like, the never-ending story soundtrack. Sure. Or, you know, so they've they've taken quite a departure from the sound of this album but that's the thing that i love about them is they're not afraid to try and they might have lost some fans along the oh, way i'm sure they did kirk and i are not included in that number not o- obviously all, not even close no or you know like um two albums ago what a terrible world what a beautiful world chelsea was like she wasn't having it she no? did not like it at all the first time she heard it it's kind of grown on her since, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, I love when a band can take those risks and come out better for it. Totally on the agree. Other side, you know, totally agree. their whole shtick for the longest time was these story songs that yes. are set in uh-huh. like a maritime town in like new England or whatever. And yep. they've outgrown that. They have. Well, they've had they, And in a way I would say, I'm really glad that they did. Yeah. N- not because I didn't like, cause, I love these early albums, mm-hmm. and I love that shtick. I don't know if I want to call it that, but whatever. I love that style. Yeah. But if they had kept doing that now for it twenty years, old. it, it would have been old. like okay, yeah, you know, you another, know, you know, another sea shanty. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, Colin Malloy was like fresh off of uh, getting his his bachelor's degree in creative writing mm-hmm. when he wrote this album. So and naturally, he's going to tell these like lush, you know, imaginative sure, stories. Sure. The man's a father. He's married. He wants to write about more mature subject matter. You and know? and that right there is mature. He's like, yeah, they as a band grew up. Yes. And I think that's how it should be. And, they, you know, it's not like they haven't lost their quirkiness. Oh, for n- no way. You know, like no. on the last album, I want to throw myself in a river and drown. You know, like <laughs> it's called Sucker's Prayer. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. that, uh, that kind of tongue-in-cheek nature is still there. For sure, yeah. But it's not like, oh, here they go with another song <laughs> in the late 1800s yeah, in exactly. some like seaport town, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I love that they had that, you know, at the start, and then I'm glad uh-huh. that they, you know, changed it up. But. Yeah. And on that note, let's go to a song that's set in the oh, late 1800s God. in a seaport town. It's so good. <laughs> it's oh. called Trek. Number four is called a cautionary song. <laughs> yeah.
what a fun <laughs> dark song. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's uh. if you couldn't tell, uh, it's about uh, a woman <laughs> who has to sell herself in order to feed her children. Yep. So she gets taken to all of these boats in the harbor and. And the narrator is apparently explaining this to, to her the child. Kid. Yeah. So, uh, man, and it's so Decemberist. Like it's everything that we just said incorporates yep. a December song. Yep. And this era of the band is like in this song for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, oh, it's it's so good. It is. I think like the last line is. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be coming up, but uh. Oh, we got a little bit here. No. Go back a little more. But I like the very. Remember what she does when you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It's awful. <laughs> Remember what she does when you're asleep. That's the like the the somebody put like an annotation for the whole song on a cautionary song, and it just says an extended your mama joke. <laughs> your mother gets gang banged by sailors yeah. to make the money to feed you, so be grateful the next time she yep. tries to give you a food you dislike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. Wow. It's so great. Oh, my God. It's so great. Oh, uh, Colin, I love you. Yep. So uh, let's go to oh. – so uh, do you remember on Facebook for a while they had, like, a little thing called Pieces of Flair? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So I had yeah, yeah. I had a piece of flair on my Facebook profile that said most of my vocabulary words I learned from the Decemberists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So this song is a perfect example, just even from the title. This is track number five. It's called Odalisque. I had, to, I had to stop Kirk from turning it down there because I wanted to highlight the fact that uh, one of the things that the Decembers like to do is a song of many parts. Oh, it sounds sure. like yeah. it could be two or three songs mashed together. Um, I love this song. Yes. So much. I was thinking that that uh, that change came a little later. Yeah, yeah. I'd always, it, uh, it always kind of sneaks up on me, too. But then but when uh, you said no, and I was like, oh, it's coming yeah. up. Yeah. So um, uh, if you don't... I almost said, if you don't know what an odalisque is, like, why would you know that? Um, it's a, it's a concubine from the Ottoman Empire. 
Um, yeah, I saw so, like yeah, concubine or like female slave. Yeah, yeah. So this song is general in general is quite probably that's the dumbest way to start a sentence I've ever read in uh-huh. my life. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's about the Holocaust of the Jews, Romani peoples, and those yes. in the Ottoman Empire. Um, and it rocks. Hey, for sure. Uh, so good. Yep. But uh, you know, I was you know what I was saying about uh, vocabulary words. He <laughs> yeah. just you know he's he was a creative writing major he likes to use those uh he those sure five does. dollar words odalisk uh prades which are just potatoes <laughs> you know raised on prades um and he does a really good job of it too uh, he does i i know that a, a criticism for a lot of people is that it makes him seem a little pretentious but but it's like he's writing a book it's yes. it's like he's herman melville writing moby dick he's going to use the language of the time that the exactly. song was set in and that's so. the thing, too, is the way he writes. And, yes, he uses, I don't know how many times, more times I could ever count that I've had to open a dictionary uh-huh. and be like, okay, what the heck yeah. is this? Like in, you know, Leslie M. Levine, is it still a wastrel mesolide? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All but, right. But the, they never, those words or phrases, to me, never seem forced. No. They never seem like, ooh, I'm going to put this word in. I'm going to shoehorn it into this spot. Just so I can use it and sound smart. Mm-hmm. Never. No, it's like you it's, said. It's it's just using that you know vernacular that was you know that fits the song exactly. Really. Yes. So it may seem pretentious to those who aren't giving it a close enough look. Sure. Which in turn might make me sound pretty pretentious, <laughs> but uh, I've been called worse. So it's, it's one of those situations that you can't explain without yeah. you know. <laughs> Well, Kirk, this is only uh, a 10-track album. It is a short one, And yeah. this is uh, track number five. Should we take a break? We shall. Let's do it. We'll All see right. you on the other side. See you soon. How we doing, is it? Hi, everybody listening to You've Never Heard This. This is Matt, and I'm from a different podcast. And I'm Trevor, and yes, we're the co-hosts of the Nighthawks podcast. It's a movie-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late. We aim to get to the granular grist of the movies you love, maybe just the movies you're thinking about checking out, or the movies you want to know more about. Take a seat in the Nighthawks Diner with us, and we'll talk new movies, old movies. Talking about good movies, we're talking about bad movies, movies we love, movies from Norway. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. Back from that break. Back from the break. Right, it was such a long break for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like every podcast says that at some point. Like, oh man, we, <laughs> we were away from the mic as long as you guys were. <laughs> when really yeah. it's just like we turned it off and then and then chatted for on. a minute. And yeah, <laughs> like I, I even told Kirk, I was like, oh, I don't need another beer and I don't nope. have to go to the bathroom. Everything's so. okay. Um, oh, let's get back to the greatness. Of this I think this might, I mean, we love Radiohead. Mm. Oh, yeah. We love... Oh, shoot. Who was our last mutual? Oh, crap. I don't remember. God, see, I was just talking to someone. Oh, I was talking to Todd. And I said, now that we're on going to be episode 30, uh-huh. I seriously have to think back and be like, wait, what did we... Our last mutual. Shoot. What was the last mutual? Let me look it up. Anyway, what I'm saying is... There are like, people like screaming. This might be... Oh, it was the shins. Oh, um, of course, this yeah. might be like the one we've gushed about the most. I think it's the December. I mean, <laughs> like like you said, you could have been like, "Hey, let's do this album," and mm-hmm. I'd been like, "Yep, let's do it." Sounds good. Yeah, I don't care which one it is. Mm-hmm. But this is a good one, being their first full length. And I it's like that. and you know, it's like I said, for being my favorite band, this is the album that made them that way. Okay, sure. So, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's 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 keep talking about it. <laughs> All right, I you want to hear some cocoon? Sure do. Yeah. 
I can turn it down eventually here. Eventually, we were just lost in <laughs> oh, it. Oh man, this is such a pretty song. It is, and it. Uh, I think his creative writing chops really show here. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this song started out as a poem that he wrote. I could see that. Then he set it to music. It's just got more like poetic uh, imagery to it. That's always um, been one of one of my favorite lines of his. Is this cocoon caught in Vesuvius' shadow? Yeah. Oh, that's just. To take the word Vesuvius uh-huh. and make it just <laughs> melt into a sentence like that, yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, uh, this song was inspired in part by 9/11. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's, you know, lyrics like uh, the, the tainted election, the low, dirty war, uh, the hole in the sky, referring to the hole that was left after a couple of, you know, important buildings yes. fell down. Yes. Um, uh-huh. It's just, uh, it's like I put on a, a sweater and I'm just warm and cozy, like I'm in a cocoon. Yeah. Hey, see what I did there? It invokes that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. And it's, oh man, it's just so good. I love this. I was waiting, I was wondering when we were going <laughs> to say the word so good. I feel like we said that for every song uh, when we did OK Computer. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I think I think we've gotten a little more eloquent in our in I w- our I would critiques. Hope so, right? <laughs> you <laughs> know, just, almost thirty so episodes good, in. So good. I mean, yeah, but it is a slow song. But it, God, it's just pretty. Uh huh. I so I uh, I tend to attach um, images in my real life to songs mm. when I listen to them. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And it, this song I've heard a million times, but for some reason every time I hear it. I'm in the car with Chelsea driving across the Young's Bay Bridge and Astoria is just right in front of me gotcha. because we happened to be listening to this song as we were doing exactly that. And so it's, you know, it's like night. It's a little bit gray. It's it's just starting to like the light's starting to go away. And so like the lights in the town are on. And I don't know. I always think of that when I hear this song. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Is that like no matter how long ago it was, you can't listen to it without that coming up in your mind yeah and not yeah. necessarily overwhelming my thoughts but it's just no like, no no yeah oh yeah it's the in the cargo new astoria song you know <laughs> and actually this whole album and i've been waiting to this next song to talk about it well let's 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 get into the next let's, song okay let's, let's let's do it let's make it a you know what you wanted it to be all right this is go. track number seven it's called grace cathedral hill Grace Cathedral Hill All wrapped in bones of setting sun All dust and stone and moribund I paid 25 cents to light a little white candle For a New Year's Day I sat and watched it burn away, then turned and weaved through slow decay. We were both a little hungry, so we went to get a hot dog down the high street pier. Like two minutes less. Oh well, you know that's right. You know, along with 
<laughs> incredible lyrics has to go in an incredible melody. He's oh he's really good at coming up with those melodies too. It's but so beautiful. Anyway, it's Kirk, tell me what you were gonna say. Okay, so um, this whole album, but mainly I would say this song and then California One, for what's gonna be obvious reasons. Um, I always have a memory tied to this. Actually, not just this album, but mainly this one is sometime around maybe um oh boy 2004 2005 maybe um my ex now ex and i took a trip out west to california and she was sick at the time so she didn't really engage much in this trip but i drove from uh, from la to san francisco on on highway one and uh, in San Francisco, we went to, like, because I was such a fan of the Sembris at this time that I was like, ooh, I knew this was in San Francisco. So I was like, we got to go see Grace Cathedral and uh, and the rest of the town. But, you know. Did I'll, you go to Hyde Street Pier? I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So so I, th- I always think of this, and I think of that trip and, and that drive along Highway 1, which I want my wife to see now because she hasn't done it. Um but he talks like uh, in California one, mm-hmm. uh, which we're gonna get to. So yeah, so uh, it definitely makes me think of like I can just see that California coast yeah. as I listen to this album. That's awesome. I love that. I, you know, it's and I think I was just playing this like all Decemberists on that trip was just like all their albums at that time. Yeah. You know? So, so the, anyway, yeah, the like two that they had. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> t- I think they two only and had then the, two. The five songs. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Actually, might have been five songs, Castaways and Cutouts, Picaresque, and The Tane might have, oh, the tane. Yeah. Might have been out by then. But I didn't listen. I haven't. I've listened to that one, but not as much as oh, it's the so rest. Good. It is good. It's no, it so is. good. It's, it's just an 18 minute long song. I know, it is. It is good. No, oh, I, man. It's just the other albums are just you know, what I gravitate towards. Yeah. So, a little bit about this song before we head into track number eight. Uh, so, so I'm really curious to hear what you're going to say. It's about when Carson's dad died. Oops, my bad. I said before we get into the... I, <laughs> I hit the I button. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> so it's about when Carson's dad died, and they went to the funeral in San Francisco uh, at Grace Cathedral on Knob Hill. Okay. So I thought that's what you were going to say, and that's what I had in my notes. Uh-huh. Is it false? It's false. What? My my wife actually. It, I'm so glad we. My wife and I were on our way to Astoria right now, and I was telling her about the podcast. You know, I, was, I like to discuss it with her, and I said, "Oh, I never knew that that song was about Carson's dad's funeral." And Sarah's like, "No, it's not." And I said, well, "Wait, how do you know?" And she said, "Because Carson just had an Instagram post that explains the meaning of that song," and. So she actually, and I can, I can even. Well, and I think maybe I'd read somewhere too that they weren't together at the time. They were not. So here they, I'll, they had split up temporarily. I'll read. I'll so read I guess this. that tracks. They wouldn't go to the funeral together if no, they were exactly. <laughs> if they were so split up. I'll read this real quick. It's kind of long, but um, I'll I'll try to speed through it a little bit because it it really exp- it, it it means a lot to her, and it's such a fast like a wonderful story, but it goes against. That and I was like, "What?" And I was huh. like, well, "I'm glad you told me." Yeah, we but did not do our due diligence well, on that. Well, and I we told her, I said, "I guess I just didn't see that it wasn't attributed to like Carson or or Colin actually saying that's what it's about." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so here, straight from the mouth of Carson, "Happy New Year!" Exactly 20 years ago, I woke up in an icy, unheated warehouse where I lived in San Francisco and walked around the city one last time with dull and witless boy, who's Colin, who had driven down from Portland with our friend. Nathan, to help me move to Oregon. The mood was downbeat. I was sad to go. Oh, how I loved that city, but I couldn't afford to live there. Most of my Missoula friends were living a cheap and easy life in Portland, including Colin, my best friend, who, let's be honest, I would have moved anywhere in the world with. We wandered around the city. Grace Cathedral Hill is a song about that day and made no attempt to get an early start on the 12-hour drive. The three of us caravan to Portland in two cars. I remember the dense fog we drove through around the Oregon border. I still marvel at the fact that Nathan and Colin drove all the way to San Francisco to help me move. I wasn't anyone's girlfriend or wife then. They were just my friends. The shit we did for each other. 
the time we had to spare. We drove straight through and arrived at the Oak Street building at an ungodly hour. I was a totally unmoored person back then and didn't expect to stay long. I had moved from Missoula to Minneapolis to Vermont to San Francisco to Portland in the span of a few years. But then I fell in love and I stayed forever. So That's awesome. Yeah. No, I love super that. cool. That is cool. And uh, it's nice to hear it come from the person who was actually there. Exactly. You know, we talk all the time about how we try not to put too much stock into what genius says. And I thought I had... I so the thing about genius too is like if the information isn't correct, it gets removed. Yeah, I, so or, or I le- remember or at the very least it'll get uh, amended. Yeah, I, I remember reading that they weren't together when this song uh, was, you know, taking place, and so I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's not on Genius anymore. So I just thought it was inaccurate. Sure. And like the real story was that it was like for her dad's funeral. Sure. So, um, that's some bullshit. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm glad. I I told Sarah. I'm like, I'm so glad you showed me that because. I mean, we try not to be wrong, right? You know, as much as possible. So this is some uh, real-time fact-checking. It people. sure is. God, I <laughs> wish you know some other. And then people. I told Sarah, I was like, "Well, Alan's going to have the same info I got." So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not in. I'm not on Instagram anymore, so I wouldn't have seen that. Uh, so yeah, and she had. It was cool. She had a. Um, and I saw the post. I just didn't read it. It's, you know, happens. But she had a cool little picture of Colin driving and. You know, he looks like a baby. Oh, so yeah. yeah. You'll, have, you'll have to show me that picture when we're done. <laughs> That's cute. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see that. Um, well, let's All see. Right. You already got a jump on it. Let's go to track number eight. <laughs> it's called <laughs> The Legionnaire's Lament. Let's start that over. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> we're keeping it. I'm a legionnaire, camel in disrepair, hoping for a frigidaire to come passing by I am on reprieve lacking my joie de vivre missing my gapery in this desert I think it's one of those songs that really helps to make this al- uh, this album really balanced. Yes. Because there are some very soft songs, there's very slow songs, but then you get a little jaunty tune in yeah, there. Yeah, this, this track listing is, I don't know if it was how well thought out it was, but it must have been because it just flows really nice. It nicely. really does. Um, so this is actually the song where I wrote down holy vocabulary words. Uh <laughs> You know, I didn't know what the word fecundity meant before I before I heard this song. And the fact that he, like, stretches it out, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. the old fecundity of my homeland. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a... Uh, I just don't understand, though, why he was waiting for a refrigerator to go floating by. A frigid air. Yeah. A frigid air. A frigid air. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is weird. That would be weird because it's sung from the point of view of a homesick soldier in the French Foreign Legion. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> I love this one too. Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone caught other... it. I was joking. The yeah, fridge there is a ship. Yeah, sure. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> you're dumb. Uh, it's no, it's <laughs> also a refrigerator. <laughs> Dang it! It's a brand of fridge, you guys. See, um, there you go. Anyway, uh, that's a, another trend of of the band, as evidenced by just the name of the band, is they use a lot of historical references oh, in ton, their songs yeah. too. So. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's, it's a good song to have after a couple of slow songs. Exactly. Ones. That's what, yeah. Because we've talked about that on other albums where it's like, if you don't have that, it can be a little bit of a slog sometimes. Yeah. So. All right. 
Shall we move on to Clementine? We should. I mean, we shall. And we are. <laughs> I guess this one doesn't doesn't really stray far from mm, this. No, I always forget there's an F word in this song. I know. <laughs> Left you with sweet fuck all. Yeah. So uh, there's bad language in this album, guys. Oh, hey. If you don't want to hear it, uh, <laughs> you can go back in time. <laughs> rewind, <laughs> rewind it, and then skip over. And then forget and then that you. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Men in Black yourself. Yeah. Put on. <laughs> make sure someone else puts on those Ray Bans. Uh, won't let you remember. Oh, wow. Okay, that's not for that. No. <laughs> I could go on. I bet you could. But I won't. <laughs> I don't have much uh, about this one. I just think yeah, it's another yeah. pretty sleepy tune. Yeah, it is. Um, and I didn't read, couldn't find a whole lot of information on it. No, me either. Um, so, shall we? We oh, shall. Oh, such a, such a song. The very last track on the album, track number 10, is called California One Youth and Beauty Brigade. Brigade. song is really two songs it is yeah so we'll, uh, yeah when i when i was saying the title of the song it's california one slash yes youth and beauty brigade uh you know if i ever start a december december's <laughs> tribute band that's what i'm gonna call it the youth and beauty brigade oh yeah i, love I can't that. even say it out I loud it. i trip over that every single time i say it but uh this is a great un- ender oh my god it's such an oh. and again really the way he sings about California One, like I, I, having been on it, like I said, and listening to the song at the same time, it's all yeah. I can see. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's it's easily in my top five favorite December songs. Oh hell yeah, easily. Hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
don't ask me to name the other four, uh, <laughs> I, but uh, but this one definitely makes that list. Um, Shall we uh, go ahead? And yeah, let's skip ahead to the, the, the second, second half part. of the song. Yeah. little far, kind of. This is where it transitions yeah. into the next song. Well, for the next part. This is a long transition. <laughs> it is. So that talking you heard during the transition is apparently from an, a 1990 movie uh, about the Bolshevik Revolution called Archangel. Yes, I've actually got the full quote here. Oh, okay. So the young lady is saying, I've heard of ghosts, good ghosts who wander the battlefields at night. should say wander, probably. Probably. Uh, yeah. Wander the battlefields at night, guiding soldiers out of danger. You can see their omens everywhere. Omens, warning, warnings of stray bullets and lurking enemies. If I was such a ghost, I would stay so close to you, you could feel my breath on your cheek. That's beautiful. Yeah. Great. So I, I laugh s- so hard at how suddenly the song ends. Like you think it should like fade out, but it's just like <laughs> bam. Like yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's, it makes me laugh every time. You know, it was such a treat to hear him do this. Do you remember that he did this song at at that show in uh-huh. uh, Cannon Beach? Oh, it was such a treat. That was such an amazing show. It was. Even though he and I, I've, my wife and I have talked about this before. Is how we. We've seen Colin solo, I think. Oh no, I guess he was with the Decemberists. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he has a habit because I think their catalog is so huge. Yeah, he has a habit of sometimes forgetting his own lyrics. Oh yeah, all the time. That's it, like he's known for that. I yeah, love yeah. it. It, it's it so, makes me laugh. Yeah, and it's, it's so it's it's real. I was gonna say yeah. it makes him real to me. You know that that he's he's just a regular dude. You know he yeah. he uh, forgets his lyrics just like. You know, so you know, I could, whatever. I, I was shocked that he made it all the way through that Tarkio song <laughs> that he did because that was like his first band, and somebody just like yelled out, uh-huh, "Save he, yourself!" And uh, he's like, "All right, I guess I'm doing this song that I haven't yep, played in 20 yep. years." Sure. Uh, yeah, because he was just calling out for requests. Yeah. So, yeah, so what are your, what are your final thoughts on the album, Kirk? Uh, I mean, I think people by, know. By final thoughts, I mean perpetual thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, amazing. It's it's. For a first full-length album, I mean, holy cow. It's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom. Like, there's no throwaway song. There's nope. no no song I'm going to skip. Nothing no. like that. You know what's funny? I used to skip Grace Cathedral Hill. Oh, no. I know. I know. And, you know, obviously don't anymore. But, you know, the Decembers have just made my life happier, nerdier. Sure. nerdier oh, my God. Uh, more creative. And uh, 100%, yeah. Here's to 20-plus yeah. more years of being a fan. Hell, yeah. They oh. want to keep making music <laughs> for that long. Um, I so I told Kirk the playlist pick for this album is going to be very hard because uh, we love them all. But I think you and I might – we need to go with uh, – let's say it at the count of three at the same time. Oh Ready? God. One, two, three. California, California one. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was a little nervous because I was like <laughs> – Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the one. Hell yeah. California one, Youth and Beauty Brigade. Damn it, every time. Youth <laughs> and <laughs> Beauty Brigade. And the thing is, we've talked about two before, or like long songs. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, and we've said that's kind of two songs. But, man, I never think of that song as being long. No. Or like overly long or anything. Nope. It's just awesome. Ah, uh, you guys. All right. Thanks Good for listening. Stuff. We love you. Um... If you want to leave us a voice message, an email, shout us out on Instagram. Anything, yeah. Leave us a comment on Facebook. You can find all of those at Never Heard Pod. Um, 
minus the voice message link. That'll be in the episode description. I might actually throw that on Facebook too. Oh, good idea. But yeah. uh, we'd love to hear from you. Hell yeah. And um, it's, again, been so great to see you guys comment and, and like our stuff on Facebook. And uh, Yeah, thank you. We're like, the more engagement, the more, the more fun, you know, it's more fun the more people we get, like, to engage us. Absolutely. So, you know, we're we're looking forward to, you know, keep you know, we're going to keep putting these out and and um, next week, listener pick, listener that's pick. a fun one. We're we're uh, switching it up quite a bit. Let's just put it Oh, way. it's a uh, <laughs> it's going to be a change of flavor, that's There's for no sure. sea shanties on this <laughs> no, one. No. No, no, no. But speaking of it, we want to say goodbye so we can start recording that let's, one. Let's do it. We love you guys. Love you guys. See ya. Bye.